And hello, everyone, and welcome to our program, The Truth Will Set You Free, Bible Prophecy TV Radio Edition. I'm Vic Batista, along with Nathan Jones of Lamb Lion Ministry. We have a great program prepared for you today as we're going to be talking about Bible prophecy and elections. So we pray that you can stay tuned. And those of you following us on social media, we'd love for you to post your questions or your comments and share it with your friends. But before we continue, I'm going to ask my co-host, Nathan Jones, if he will open us up with a word of prayer. Lord Jesus, we thank you so much for our time together this week as we uh, study your word. Open up uh, your meaning to us, Lord, that we may grow in our relationship with you. Thank you, Lord, for uh, giving us the United States of America to live in. And we just praise you for the, it's got its problems, Lord, but uh, we thank you for its foundation being on you. And I pray, Lord, as that foundation crumbles, that we will all, Lord, turn to you and repent, and this nation will come back to you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Again, you're tuning to the truth to set you free. Bible prophecy, TV, radio edition. Vic Batista, Nathan Jones of Lamb Lion Ministry. Again, our program is that of Bible prophecy and elections. So we thank you for your prayers for our program today. But before we continue, I'm going to welcome my co-host Nathan Jones to the program. Nathan, it's great to have you on again. Hey, another week, man. Ten years going and going strong. <laughs> That's right. Going strong and a lot of fantastic things happening. Nathan, you have a great family. I've been seeing some great posts there of your, your 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 children, your daughter. She's growing up. Ethan, talk to us. What's going on with the family? Well, just praise the Lord. Uh, it's good to have uh, kids who love the Lord and are growing. And uh, that's the number one ministry, I think, of any Christian father is to raise their family up in the fear and love of the Lord. And I just keep praying <laughs> that they stay in the Lord and like uh, Job prayed for his family that uh, they won't fall into temptation and sin. So yeah, same with you, brother. It's good to see your your children have moved on and are growing in the Lord too. And I just pray for everybody out there. If you've got prayers for your children, you know, please go to our website at ChristinProphecy.org. Click contact. And if you have prayers that you have for for your family, for your children, then please uh, send them to us. And we, as a staff here at Lamb and Lion Ministries, will pray for your children. Oh, thank you, Nathan. The reason I was bringing that up, because we don't talk much about our, our children, but they, they do need prayer. My son, he's in the Marines. Your son is also now officially going to be uh, heading into that direction, possibly serving our country. Uh, so we do want to keep these uh, soldiers and these young people in prayer, Nathan. Absolutely. Yeah, it's very important. They're our next generation of Christians, so we need to make sure they're equipped and ready to stand against uh, what is definitely increasing evil in this world. Mm, absolutely, absolutely. So thank you, Nathan, for that. And also, Nathan, again, for those maybe that are not familiar with the ministry that you are, you and I are involved in, Lamb Lion Ministry, can you talk to them a little bit about it and also all the resources that it's offered? Well, if you're unfamiliar with Lamb and Lion Ministries, we are a Bible prophecy teaching ministry whose mission it is to proclaim the soon return of Jesus Christ. And we do that in a number of different ways. Uh, you're listening to this podcast with Vic and I, who are both evangelists with Lamb and Lion Ministries. Uh, primarily do is our television program, Christ and Prophecy, which is aired all over the world on the major networks. Uh, we also have um, plenty of information on ChristandProphecy.org, articles, videos, social groups, uh, you name it. We want to help you get excited that Jesus Christ is coming back. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Savior, then we want to share the gospel, this good news of Jesus Christ with you as well. So check us out, ChristinProphecy.org. Thank you so much, Nathan Jones. And yes, it is a privilege to be able to serve here now with you, Nathan, with Lamb Lion Ministries. Uh, we've been having a wonderful time with our different um, studies uh, in Bible prophecy and sharing wonderful resources. The book that uh, you and I just completed is doing fantastic, and it's a great resource 
for individuals to learn and grow as they learn about angiology. So Nathan, of course, our nation right now, uh, we have a great nation. We thank the Lord for the United States of America. We pray for our president. But recently, Nathan, it's been a little bit challenging for the president there. Can you talk to us about what's going on lately? Well, as of February 5th, 2020, as you and I are speaking, the Senate has just finished voting and they voted strictly along party lines, except, of course, Mitt Romney, who's still <laughs> bitter about losing the presidential election. Uh, but they exonerated President Trump. And we know that behind all the battles and politics and war that goes on, that there's a spiritual element to it. And clearly, there's been a spiritual element as President Trump continues to push agenda that is, is pro-biblical, pro-Christian, pro-Israel, that Satan hates that and wants that destroyed and has done everything he can to upset the apple cart, so to speak, including this ridiculous impeachment of President Trump. I, you might not agree with me. You might think he's guilty, but the evidence says otherwise, and the Senate agrees. And so uh, we will see President Trump stay in office. We will see him run for president in 2020. And by the look of the field, unless something ridiculously crazy happens, Trump will be our president for another four years. So the question is, how then is the Lord using a man who we're not sure if he's saved or not? He certainly has a respect for Christianity and Israel, but I've yet to hear him make a, a real profession of faith in Jesus Christ as Savior. But the Lord throughout history has used men like Donald Trump to get things done. Nebuchadnezzar was not a believer in Christ uh, or God. I should say Yahweh God, and uh, the Lord used him. The Lord used Cyrus. The Lord used Darius. Uh, and the Lord even used the Caesars to persecute the Christians and spread the gospel throughout the Roman Empire. So Trump has a purpose in God's plan, whatever that might be. We just have to wait and see, right? Absolutely. Nathan, I, I love that what you just said, because individuals are not maybe too familiar recognizing that, you know, when it comes to Bible prophecy and elections throughout the Bible, we see clearly that individuals have been raised to certain positions, oftentimes elected by the people, but also elected by God. Uh, and he places them uh, in certain strategic places uh, for his um, for his glory and his power. And also, Nathan, we know that behind uh, kings and presidents and governors and powers and rulers, as you mentioned earlier, it, it's it's a spiritual battle, spiritual entities. And every time we have a governing uh, king or ruler, that also brings with it a spiritual dynamic. And it's exactly what the Bible says, right, Nathan, in Ephesians uh, chapter 6, uh, verse 12. Would you be able to read that for us? That's a great verse. That exactly explains what, what goes on behind the scenes, is, and that is, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. And Nathan, would you agree that there, when we're talking about principalities, that's talking about these officials that are in power today, presidents and so on. Right. And, and look at the verse, what uh, Paul says here is we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. So... We know that, yes, there's certainly people who are the willing agents of both the Lord and of Satan. But this is what we're reading. 612, what he's really saying is demons. This is behind the evil that goes on the world is a system where Satan, who is still the ruler of this world until Jesus returns, continues to do his work through human agents. And uh, we are seeing that. We are watching that being played out in the political drama that's been going on to impeach Trump. The hatred of the man that goes beyond any understanding. And yes, Trump uh, 
can tweet a mean tweet and can behave pretty poorly at times, uh, juvenile even. Uh, but the man loves Christians. He loves babies. He, he loves Israel. He's, he's doing what the Lord wants, and Satan is just furious, and he's trying everything to do to overthrow him. And we're seeing that as, as the globalist agenda, agenda continues to grow, in which, of course, the Democratic Party is especially the leftist in the Democratic Party are strong for. And we know that's the way the government's going. And we know in the end times, there will be a one world government over this world, a globalist government. So yes, the this idea of nationalism that we're seeing today will eventually be overthrown and replaced with a globalist government. And so we're just watching it play out. The, the Lord knows how history will end. Uh, it's already ended for him. He's outside of time. He knows how from the beginning to the end. And so as Christians, we just need to trust that the Lord knows what he's doing and go out there and share the gospel while the time is short. Mm -hmm. Excellent point. And Nathan, of course, we, that's why instead of fighting against the people that God has placed in a certain position, we need to pray for them. And Nathan, isn't that exactly what the book of Romans uh, tells us in Romans chapter 13, uh, verses 1 through 5? Would you be able to take us there, maybe read that, just so people can understand that there is a, an authority, but yet we're also called to do our part? Right. Uh, this, again, is uh, the author of Romans, which is... Uh, we're not uh, Apostle Paul writes, let every soul be subject to the governing authorities for there is no authority except from God and the authorities that exist are appointed by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authority resists the ordinance of God and those who resist will bring judgment on themselves for rulers are not a terror to good works, but to evil. Do you want to be afraid of the authority? Do what is good and you will have praise from the same for he is God's minister to you for good. But if you do evil, be afraid, for he does not bear the sword in vain. For he is God's minister, an avenger to execute wrath on him who practices evil. Therefore, you must be subject, not only because of wrath, but also for conscience sake. Mm. You know, Nathan, I love that we, we have such a, a battle these days between political parties. And yet we need to recognize, you know, uh, depending on what the issues are, hey, God also has a plan and a purpose why he allows certain people to be in a certain place. Right. And like we were saying, President Trump right now, I mean, he is definitely a vessel that is used of the Lord, especially when it comes to standing up for the things that are biblical. He is. And, and you got to look at the context of Romans 13 when it, it continues to talk about the rulers and authorities here. It's talking about good rulers and authorities, moral rulers and authorities, because in the especially verse four here, it says, you know, they they terrify evil. It, it, they push back evil. They serve the Lord. And here we've got the Lord putting President Trump in who is fighting for what is right, the right to life, the right to liberty and freedom and and these other forces want to tear it down and create a totalitarian socialist regime, which always produces evil. I mean, I'm sorry, if you think socialism is right, you, you don't understand socialism. Go to PragerU and watch their latest video about the de just the destruction that socialism caused. Socialism is humanism and it elevates government over God. So here what it, Romans tells us to submit to government, it's, it's telling us to submit to moral authorities under God. Now, that's very different than immoral, evil authorities who are against God. And that's why our founding fathers believed it was morally and biblically right to overthrow the British because the British were an evil, uh, did evil to the people. And so they fought that. And so, yes, you can, you can, you are to obey. Let me say that more clearly. 
to obey the moral authorities that are put before us. But Christians aren't called to have to submit to the immoral, evil authorities and then therefore join in their evil. So I just want to clarify that. Yeah, and I'm in agreement with you, Nathan. And this is why also when we talk about election or electing, uh, people need to recognize, you know, we oftentimes encourage people to vote biblically. In other words, whoever is upholding biblical values, it's not so much a party, but it's more what are they uh, for or against. And that's another reason why we cannot always be divided or be hateful towards uh, those individuals that are in power, but we need to filter through, well, what does this person stand for and, and what are they against? Would you agree, Nathan? Right. And it can't be about parties either. It's I mean, this whole impeachment, for instance, has been straight, straight partisan impeachment. The Democrats lockstep in trying to impeach president. The Republicans, other than Romney, who's got a hard to believe he's even a Republican, he's a rhino, are in lockstep for President Trump. And But as Christians, we are not citizens of this world. We might be Americans or whatever country you hail from, but... We are citizens of the eternal kingdom, the millennial kingdom that's come, the kingdom of Jesus Christ. And so Amen. we need to vote and, and fight for what is right. So, you know, can you vote for a, a party or a politician that continually talks, uh, promotes the death of our children, uh, immorality, what God calls evil, and they say it's good? And do you vote for that? You know, it doesn't matter what party I voted not always my party. There has been times I voted for the other party or for a libertarian or an independent because that person stood for morality regardless of their party. And I think that's how as Christians we need to. And I think I, it's not just what I think. I think it's the biblical mandate that that here we see in Romans 13 that we are to uh, continue to serve the Lord in his his government over our own human government. Mm, excellent point. Again, for those of you that just tuned in, you tuned into our Truth of Set Me Free Bible Prophecy TV Radio Edition. Vic Batista, Nathan Jones with Lamb Lion Ministries. We're talking about Bible prophecy and elections. We're talking about the spiritual warfare that is behind it. God oftentimes has a plan and a purpose for things. And we need to just continue to pray for those that are in power uh, at the present time as well. So, Nathan, again, fantastic. Now, Nathan, you and I know that there's going to be an ultimate uh, election, if you will. And the Bible actually does talk about that uh, in the book of Daniel, uh, chapter 9, verse 27. And this is something that I think, too, that we need to, um, that we need to discuss because, again, we believe God is in control, but all things are playing out uh, accordingly. And ultimately, uh, individuals are going to elect uh, an individual that is going to rise to power, who's going to rule the world, but he's going to stand for all things that are against the Bible. Right. Daniel 9.27 is the consummate passage about a one-world ruler who's coming, that all the nations will take the UN to the extreme. I don't know if the UN will continue to exist, obviously, but this is uh, the world will be divided into 10 kings or 10 regions. And then there will be an anti-Christ, someone against Christ, the opposite of Jesus Christ, whom the world, the secular world, will elevate as king over the, all the earth. And Daniel prophesied it in Daniel 9, 27. And this is one of the things this Antichrist does. It says, he shall confirm a covenant with many for one week, but in the middle of the week he shall bring an end to sacrifice and offerings. And on the wing of abominations shall be one who makes desolate, even until the consummation which is determined is poured out on the desolate. 
Mm, thanks, thank you, Nathan. And, and of course, this is one of the, those things that we're that we're recognizing. Eventually, there will be a world leader coming on the scene, right? And all the people are going to hail him as God, if you will. And, and we find again that the Bible is very clear when we talk about kings and and powers and rulers that their spiritual dynamics, spiritual ties behind these powers and these kings. And Nathan, all throughout the Bible, especially in Bible prophecy, we find that these kings uh, and these kingdoms that the Bible talks about, they each represent something, much like the, 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 the vision that Daniel had about the coming kingdoms. Yeah, Daniel uh, interpreted the vision of a dream that Nebuchadnezzar had. Uh, Nebuchadnezzar was the Donald Trump of his time period. You know, he was the yeah. most powerful king. He was the king of Babylon. And uh, God used him quite mightily. He used him to punish the Jewish people. They exiled them out of their lands. And Daniel, a young Jew, was brought up to be uh, in second only in power to, to Nebuchadnezzar. And uh, he interpreted a dream. And, and God gave a secular non-believer a dream about what the future would hold. And that would be a series of kingdoms that would end in what has been interpreted now as a revived Roman Empire The Europe, as it continues in the EU, will eventually birth this one world ruler who uh, John the Apostle calls the Antichrist. And the world will elevate. The world will accept him as a Messiah. Uh, we read in how he comes on the scene in Revelation as a peacemaker. And he'll be hailed as a peacemaker until he gets in power. And then as a peacemaker, he will declare war on the world. He will make a covenant with many, which uh, can also be interpreted as a covenant with Israel for seven years, but in the middle of it, he breaks that covenant, walks into the Jewish temple, uh, desecrates the temple by offering an unclean animal, likely a pig, and setting himself up to be worshipped as the god of this world. And that's the destination. The, all this fighting for globalization, for socialism to take over, it's all moving towards a destination. That destination is to put Satan on the throne of this world officially through a one-world leader, the Antichrist. The Antichrist is possessed by Satan, and he will rule the world one day. But this is after God has removed the church, his restraining influence on the world, and taken them up to heaven. So what we're really talking about here is a, a specific time period that the Bible prophesied called the Tribulation. It's a seven-year time period where God is going to pour out his wrath upon the world in 21 judgments to judge the world for its sin and in those judgments, millions upon millions will be forced on their knees and finally give up the rebellion and accept Jesus Christ as Savior. So it's going to be an amazing time period ahead. And we're watching the world work towards that time. Excellent point. And that's what I was. That's exactly what I was thinking. We're seeing the stage be set for people to want the type of rulers and kings that they want. And we see, again, anything that lately represents righteousness and godliness and purity. It seems people want the opposite. And it's almost leading to what the Bible prophesied is coming, the type of kingdoms and the type of kings and rulers uh, the people are asking for. And Nathan, in the wonderful prophecy that you mentioned to us regarding uh, Daniel, also we find in the book of Revelation, uh, chapter 17, that verses 9 through uh, 14, how these king and kingdoms are going to come about. Will you be able to read for us Revelation uh, 17, that verses 9 through 14, Nathan? Okay, it's a it's like the Daniel passage. It's a little difficult because you have to know the context of all the imagery. But let's read it, and then we can unpack it. It reads, Here is the mind which has wisdom. 
The seven heads are seven mountains on which the woman sits. There are also seven kings. Five have fallen, one is, and the other has not yet come. And when he comes, he must continue a short time. The beast that was and is not is himself also the eighth and is of the seven and is going to perdition. The ten horns which you saw are ten kings who receive no kingdom as yet, but they receive authority for one hour as kings with the beast. These are of one mind and they will give their power and authority to the beast. These who make war with the lamb and the lamb will overcome them for he is the Lord of lords and the king of kings and those who are with him are called chosen and faithful. Oh, fantastic. Thank you, Nathan. And Nathan, again, for people that maybe are not familiar, when we're talking about kings here, we're talking about rulers, presidents, elected officials, right? We, uh, we are, and it is the, this prophecy shows that eventually the world will be divided into 10 kings or 10 kingdom areas. You know, it's crazy. If you've been following what's going on in Russia, how uh, basically Putin dissolved the government, they willingly dissolved the government, and he's, there's talk of him being called the supreme leader for life. We saw uh, Xi Jinping down in, in China has set himself up as a president for life, basically kings. So we are seeing what was certain systems now adopting kings again. I wouldn't mm. doubt, considering how low the approval rating is for Congress, that most Americans wish that we just had a, a strong king to get things done. And, and it looks yeah. like that as we get to the end times, as people eject Judeo-Christian values, and they, they want government to take care of them more and more, that the world will move towards having kings, and one of them will rise up and be the Antichrist, this king. And when it talks about the beast, that's who it is, the Antichrist, who is demon-possessed Satan, possessed by Satan. And through the Antichrist, Satan will be king over the entire world. That is the way the Bible says the world is going. And brother, we are seeing that come more and more as we get closer and closer to the tribulation. And Nathan, that is an excellent point. And again, we come to see how the world is lining up perfectly to what the Bible has to say. Now, we know eventually, right, Nathan, as we see here, Europe is going to be divided. It's going to be certain superpowers. And that's why we're not sure where America is going to end up, right, Nathan? And that's why we need to pray for our country. Right. When you look at the end time configuration of nations, uh, we know definitely Israel will become a superpower through the Psalm 83 war and the Gog and Magog war. Israel will increase in size and influence to the point where the Antichrist makes a covenant with it to protect his empire from Israel until he's done conquering the world. Uh, we know that Europe will rot, continue to rise as a superpower. We read about the kings of the east in Revelation, how uh, the, uh, Asia will continue to grow. And eventually the world... Uh, Will be divided into 10 regions that you know that you can go back as far as in the 50s the un has already calculated there you can read about this online how it's already divided the world into 10 regions so that's what the un is working towards is eventually a 10 region world with and one of those kings the king over europe at the time whether he's called a president or prime minister or whatnot will rise up and take the seat that the governments of the world since Nebuchadnezzar have wanted rulership over the entire world. Mm, excellent point, Nathan. And you know, I I, I just cannot uh, I cannot get out of my out of my mind in terms of now, especially during the elections, we find so many individuals giving so many incredible speeches that are just winning the people over by these words that are coming out of their mouths, and and, and I can't help to uh, believe that that's exactly how the Antichrist. 
is going to come into the scene. But it seems that's what we're seeing in politics. Whoever gives the most compelling speech, whoever speaks the greatest, that's what people seem to be drawn to. And Nathan, in the, especially in the end times, in the book of Revelation, chapter 16, verses 12 through 14, the Bible talks about these kings and what's really going to be coming out of their mouths. Will you be able to read for us those verses there, there Nathan, Revelation 16, verses 12 to 14? Sure. Uh, this is the sixth bowl judgment of the 21 judgments. This is the second to last judgment in the tribulation. This is near the very end of the tribulation. Uh, things are coming to a head. And this really unveils the fact that there are demonic workings going on in the politics of the world today. Uh, then the sixth angel poured out his bowl in the great river Euphrates, and its waters was dried up, so that the way of the kings from the east might be prepared. And I saw three unclean spirits, like frogs, coming out of the mouth of the dragon, out of the mouth of the beast, now the mouth of the false prophet. For they are spirits of demons performing signs, which go out to the kings of the earth and of the whole world to gather them to the battle of that great mm. day of God Almighty. Mm. So, Nathan, we notice here what comes out of their mouth, deception, lies. And again, we're talking about kings or rulers or presidents or individuals that are going to be set up uh, in the end time. But we see, again, a lot of this is the preparation. This is why we're seeing such a battle, right, Nathan, right now uh, with, with, with these elections. Yeah, what the John is seeing here is he's seeing the these the three leaders of the world, Satan, and the false prophet and the Antichrist are demon-possessed. And some of these demons, who, which have the appearance of frogs, come out of them. And they go to do the duty of gathering the kings around the world to what we know is called Armageddon, the Valley of Jezreel and Israel, where they will then wait for Jesus coming, because they read the Bible too. They know Jesus is coming. And they will try to take all the armies of the world, unite them against Jesus' return, and and the crazy thought of trying to attempt to overthrow the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And here that even says the great day of God Almighty. There is no way that they're going to win. But again, the demons that are working behind the scenes in politics now are visible during the tribulation. Really, the veil that's obscuring the demonic demons and the demonic work today is just out and open during the tribulation. Ooh. And Nathan, again, and this is why we need to recognize, uh, we, we titled our program, of course, before Bible Prophecy and Elections. Uh, and then we, we also uh, posted uh, Making Jesus Great Again, right, Nathan? I mean, at the end of the day, <laughs> Jesus is going to be the ultimate king and ruler. Absolutely. There's, there's no beating the creator of the universe. Satan is a created being. The demons are created beings. You know, you can't underestimate their great powers, especially Satan, who was, as Lucifer, created the most powerful of all the angels. Uh, but there's no match to compare to the creator. And it's amazing when you read it later, when Jesus returns with the armies behind him, the armies don't even engage in Satan and the human forces. Jesus, by himself, just speaks. And since he holds all life together, the enemies just collapse. They fall apart. Uh, the blood flows because... There's no defeating Jesus, and that's how this battle will end. It's barely a battle because when Jesus steps in, he wins just by speaking. Ooh, I love it. Nathan, we were joking a little bit, and I posted on our on our social media page a picture of you and Trump. I think I'm going to vote for you for the next election, bro. You look, you look very presidential. <laughs> uh, that's one of our inbox videos that talks about... Uh, uh, where America fits in Bible prophecy. Again, you can find our short inbox video teachings on our website, 
at ChristinProphecy.org and our YouTube channel, Christ in Prophecy. Amen. Hey, listen, folks, uh, for those of you that are tuning into the program, we have a lot of fun here. But at the end, of course, we get a little serious because we really want you to have a personal relationship with Jesus. That's why Nathan Jones and myself, we do this. We have a lot of fun with the programs, sometimes a little bit serious because we want you to recognize the times in which we're living in. But we always like to encourage you to our relationship with Jesus. We believe he's coming back soon. He is the King of King and Lord of Lords. And the question is, have you trusted in him? You come to recognize that the times are short as you see the news, as you see all of what's going on. And that should, again, uh, quicken your spirits to want to know God. And Nathan, before uh, we wrap up our program, we oftentimes take the time to give people an invitation to come to Christ because we believe whether it's now or at a later point that maybe someone that is tuned into our program might not have a relationship with Jesus. But we know that they did not tune in by mistake or by coincidence but by divine appointment, because God loves them and has a wonderful plan for their lives. But Nathan, might you be able to share with them, of course, how now they can enter into a personal relationship with Jesus? Absolutely. Well, we read in Revelation 19, 16, he has on his robe and on his thigh a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. It's a scene from Jesus returning to vanquish all this evil we're talking about and to set up his kingdom, his millennial kingdom, a reign of peace, righteousness, and justice on this earth. And you can be part of that. If you confess your sins before Jesus, repent of them, and in faith accept Jesus Christ as the Son of God and Savior, you too can be forgiven. Your rebellion against God, forgiven. And you can be a part of God's children, of God's family. And, and uh, we just ask you to pray from your heart. If you believe in Jesus Christ as your Savior, then pray from your heart. Dear Jesus, please forgive me of my sins and be my Lord and Savior. And we'll do just that. Your sins will be forgiven. The debt you have against with God is gone. And you can inherit new life with Jesus Christ now and forever. Mm. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Nathan. And of course, maybe you have just trusted in Christ. We would love to hear from you. Give us a call, 305-992-9537. We just want to celebrate with you and also give you a Bible so that you can continue in this wonderful journey with the Lord Jesus Christ. Exciting times. Well, Nathan, as always, we ran out of time for this segment of our program. But man, what a wonderful time we've had so far. Amen, brother. It's, it's kind of creepy to look at how evil... The world's getting and to peel back the layers, so to speak, and see the demonic forces behind it. But we know in the end, Jesus Christ wins. So praise the Lord, man. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Nathan. And of course, for those of you that are part of the program, we ran out of time for this segment of the program. But remember, our lines will always open 305-992-9537. We'd love for you to text us a call if you are in need of prayer or reach out to us at Lamb Lion Ministries, Christ in Prophecy. And we would love to also continue to pray with you. But again, we want to thank you for being part of the program. Big Batista, Nathan Jones, saying goodbye. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. Have a wonderful week.